yeah, you, you who's listening to this podcast right now. Do you lie in bed at night reading fan fictions till the sun comes up? Or do you ever binge a show on Netflix and afterwards you just can't stop thinking about the characters? Or maybe you wish you could draw so you can make fan art of your favorite characters and make cool art friends? Well, we've got a podcast for you. It's Phantom on the Phone! Hey friends, welcome to Fandom on the Phone. Here we discuss all things fandom, whether it be fan fiction, fan art, fan sites, fandom issues, or other fandom-related things. Whether you're completely new to fandoms or a hardcore veteran, there will always be a place for you here. I'm Crawl, and with my good friend Trish, we'll be accompanying you guys in exploring the realms of fandom. So, what is fandom? What defines a fandom? What is fandom for you? Well... A fandom is a community. It's where people who are a fan of the same things, they gather and they talk about stuff that they like. You know, it can be a TV show, it can be a movie, it can be a book or a game, or literally whatever you like. Because whatever those things that you like, there's going to be some other people who like the same things as well. And maybe those people, they maybe they have created a community revolving set things. And those communities, they are called fandoms. Yeah. And speaking of fandoms, you know, we got to talk about who is within those fandoms, which is obviously fans, mm-hmm. but we like to categorize them into three, you know, just mm-hmm. to make it easier. There are fans who create. So basically, these are fanfic writers and they are and they are fan artists mm-hmm. and they make videos or they make edits, basically people who create. So it's basically fans who create from fans for fans. Those are fans who create. And there are also fans who just like to enjoy. You know, maybe they like to reblog stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. they like to lurk around. Basically, these are people who just like to chill, you know? Right, right. And the last category is mm-hmm. a combination between the two. So basically, those are fans who create, but they also like to consume content. And nowadays, in fandom, most people are of this latter category. They don't true, really true. exclusively only create or they don't only exclusively only consume, you know. Right, right. And that's totally. kind of kind of like us. I mean, yeah. yeah. We we've been in lots of fandoms, I guess you uh-huh. could say. Yeah. And we've seen people who I guess they like you said, they lurk or they just look through posts and I guess when you said that we're also content creators, that's true because mm-hmm. Aren't you one of yeah. those I mean, fan artists? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I create fan arts from time to time. And even you write fan uh, fan fictions too as well. Yeah, yeah. Think, sometimes yeah. I post them on AO3 or sometimes I just look through those things, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And, you know, speaking of AO3 and Instagram where I post my fan arts, uh, fandom, fandom they, they have a lot of platforms, you know, so you can find fandom literally everywhere. They are everywhere, <laughs> literally. Like AO3, Instagram, Twitter, what, like virtually everywhere. Wattpad, LiveJournal. Do people even use LiveJournal nowadays? I think it expired a long time ago. <laughs> but there must be some people who still use it right now. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I think so. And, well, basically, there's just a lot of platforms that fandom can reside in. And speaking of the many platforms, there mm-hmm. are even more fandoms out there, you know? Yeah, true, true. Yeah, like fandoms aren't wow. just Star Wars or Star Trek or Harry Potter. There are... A lot, you know. So many. So yeah. Many. It's like a sea of fandoms. Yeah. And speaking of those many fandoms, you know, we got to talk about the first 
ever fandom ever mm. made because I'm kind of curious wh- how did this all start you know well I'm glad you asked because I think this is time for us to do some fandom storytelling shall we yeah so you know that fandom actually started in the year 1930 oh with this guy called Hugo Gernsback uh-huh. and it's interesting to note because AO3 actually won a Hugo Award Bro. a few years back. Don't, don't make don't that pun. Know. Don't make that pun. Don't make that pun. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make that pun. No, bruh. No, bruh. That's but ironic. I think, I think if this is the same Hugo, it, it's definitely not a coincidence. Like, no. It's obvious that the universe the, has the, united the Hugos. The, the, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Mr. Hugo here, he created this thing called a prosine. Mm-hmm. And he created this sort of series mm-hmm. called Amazing Stories. Mm-hmm. And... This prozine, it's basically a professional science fiction magazine. Mm-hmm. But since he can't pay writers to actually contribute to the magazine, he got fans to write stories for the magazine. Uh. And these are people who read official sci-fi works, uh-huh. people who consume that content, and uh-huh. they are the ones who kind of got their works published in this uh. prozine. Oh. So huh. this is really... Like, it's sort of like the first fandom project, you could say, oh, yeah. in that time. Oh, okay. But how, though? Like, are there columns or something? Or, like, a specific section dedicated to those uh, those readers? Or maybe they just fill the entire magazine with their works, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they actually do have these sort of letter columns. Mm-hmm. Because, remember, this was a time before the internet. Yeah. This was way, way back. I mean, bro. <laughs> right. This is the 30s, so... So, they use these letter columns to communicate with each other. So, they sort of, like message each other uh-huh because they have their contact and they have their sort of like their address so, kind yeah of thing. so basically like an elegant form of online forums you know yeah, where very people, true yeah people were fancy they used letters <laughs> they used an ink and a quill an ink very, and a pen uh, very and traditional they write to each other like arca i have not seen your work since fourth dawn <laughs> bro <laughs> and i send it over through pigeon mail oh pigeons pigeons oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> but anyway, since this was how they communicated, it sort of it sort of brought them together. Mm-hmm. So it kind of inspired these fans to sort of start a club, uh-huh. you know? So they formed the first ever science fiction fandom club mm-hmm. called the Science Seers. Although I've, I've always thought that maybe fandom could have started in like the 60s or 70s, you know, because Star Trek were really booming back then. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Actually, Star Trek can be considered the first modern fandom. Mm-hmm. So they kind of popularized the, I guess, the term or mm-hmm. just the way we know fandoms now. Mm-hmm. It sort of started with Star Trek. Oh. And they actually started the whole thing because it was around the time that internet was still like a baby. Like, it was still yeah. in its early days. Yeah. So they started these blogs and uh-huh. these forums. Oh. So people contribute, people connect. Because the internet yeah. made it easier, right? Yeah. You can just log onto a forum. Yeah. And you can chat with friends. Yeah. But you know, back then, internet was just starting, you know? Yeah. But, but now, I mean, if back then it was already as crazy as you said it was, now social media is going ham. So, <laughs> so you know, fandom is kind of dang huge now it is yeah. it is oh my god yeah like yeah can we just talk about how now fandom is like an internet phenomenon because of social media and all you know like twitter and instagram and all that stuff yeah. and even tumblr you know? yeah there's so many yeah. platforms that we can use and so many that we can connect with you know mm-hmm. and i guess that's where most people post their fan works like uh-huh. art 
fanfics. They use they they use Twitter. They use Tumblr. Not just the traditional forums. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And that kind of gained us recognition mm-hmm. from the businesses or like the studios that made stuff that we like. Kind yeah. of, yeah, kind of like, kind of like how that. Like some animes that I like mm-hmm. back then, mm-hmm. they kind of got a remake. You oh. know, yeah, like Fruits Basket. Yeah, back then it was kind of an old anime. Uh, I forgot, two thousand nine or something. But it was pretty. It was a pretty old shoujo anime. But since the fans keep on demanding stuff, mm. they kind of paid attention to us. And then, in just a few years ago, or maybe just a year ago, a new fan Fruits Basket kind of emerged. You oh, know, wow. yeah. So, I mean, it's safe to say that companies and brands care about us. Like, they yeah. cater to us. Yeah. I mean, that's anime. I, I think anime is a very strong fan base. Yeah. Right? Really, yeah. It's pretty passionate. Yeah. yeah. And we also have, like, Disney, Dreamers, sort of, like, in the Western realm. Uh-huh. They they cater to us a lot because uh-huh. we're such a large target market for them, you know? Yeah. And they've even got, like, Yoda plushies, Yoda backpacks. Make everything Yoda, people. Make everything Yoda. <laughs> but... <laughs> The the amount of Star Wars merchandise, like Legos and games, just mm-hmm. astounds me. Like, mm-hmm. there's just so much out there. Mm-hmm. And it's all just out there for us, you know? Yeah. But, you know, speaking of fandoms... Fandoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just now I talked about anime, and you talked about Star Wars, Star Trek, and perhaps, you know, we gotta... Just for sakes, we just gotta put in, like, Marvel and DC. Those are... Of course. Yeah, of course. Those, those are pop culture... Those are big-time key players. Yeah, those are pop culture, but we also got to talk how fandom isn't limited to only pop culture, you know? No. Because, yeah, because, uh, believe it or not, guys, there are also political fandoms. It's kind of it's kind of weird uh, to hear the word politics and fandom in the same sentence, but yeah. it is true. And, you know, we got to talk about how fandom works in order to process how political fandoms came to existence, you know? Anyway, yeah. what are fandoms? Basically, how they work, yeah. Yeah. So, like you said, fandoms are communities. Mm-hmm. Fandoms are communities. People draw, people write, people mm-hmm. make discussions regarding fandom. So, it's really like it's just this big sphere. It's just this big universe mm-hmm. where you're, you go into it and then bam, you're a part of a fandom. Yeah, and you know, I've said it before how fandom is like a community. So basically, if you get together with people, or even you don't get together with people, you can just talk to them online. Mm-hmm. You're, you're already a part of fandom. Even if, it, if you're just, you know, appreciating works uh, that other fans have put out, you're already a part of a fandom. So joining a fandom is not that complicated, no. you know. Yeah, you just need to like something, and maybe you interact with other people's works, and boom. You're already in a fandom, and maybe yeah. yeah, and maybe if you see a discussion that you like, maybe you don't join them, but you keep tabs on them. You're already in fandom, so you know that's fine. Yeah, yeah. and sometimes I think that fandom is more of like an identity. I guess mm-hmm. it's sort of like how people identify themselves. Like me, I'm saying that I'm a Star Wars fangirl. Yeah, <laughs> or I am like a fan of, let's say. Um, Queen's Gambit. That's a really good show now, by the way. Oh man, <laughs> you, you shameless promotion up here. Yeah, you keep on telling me how to watch it. Yeah, which is because it's really good. Yeah, maybe I will. But yeah. you know, sometimes it just takes like it takes your own admittance. Like you admit that you're a fan of something. Sometimes people can just go like, "Oh yeah, I watched Star Wars once on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It was 
I like it, uh-huh. kind of. Like, it was just that nonchalance. If you don't admit to yourself that you're a fan, then you're not a fan. That's totally fine. Yeah. So it's really up to you. Yeah. Since people, they kind of, there are also people that made fandom kind of like their serious thing. You know, some people only do fan works as a hobby. Mm. And some people, they kind of make, I've already said before, that fandom is a community. They even go as far as to make clubs. You know, yeah. they make clubs or they make businesses revolving around fandom work. Kind of like how, okay, so in my university, there's a club mm-hmm. only uh, only for anime, <laughs> for the anime fandom. <laughs> I guess anime fandom can, anime is now kind of a genre, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because there's like a lot of shows within the anime scope. But, you know, we're not here to talk about anime. That'll take a long time, okay? <laughs> so now a let's lot, get, ba- let's get back to the topic. But, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like like you said, it's kind of celebrated now, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of people celebrate. Like, it's, it's a cool thing. It's a big thing now. Mm-hmm. Compared to how it was, like, years, decades ago, I guess. Yeah. And there are even events for fandom. Mm-hmm. Events that we've been to. Yeah, like like Comic-Con or Comic Frontier or Anime Festival Asia. You know, yeah, yeah those, those are kind of, like, just examples of the many, many uh, fandom conventions that you can attend to. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, speaking of, I guess, content creators, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, most of y'all must have already heard, like, or watched people like Holy Dust Things or Shipper's mm-hmm. Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Those are people who are content creator that revolve their work around fan work. So mm-hmm. you know, oh, we people, we fandom people, we are literally everywhere. <laughs> so are, you know, it's yeah. not hard to find us. I mean, technically, yeah. we also fit into that scope. Yeah, we're, because we're also content. Yeah, we we a fandom. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So you know, it's a very very large universe. If you decide to kind of dip your foot in, and explore. Yeah. There's so much to explore, but yeah. unfortunately we can't explore more because oh, man, we'd be here all day if we did. Yeah. So, so this is the end of today's episode. Ah. Uh, but before we go, uh huh, we have a question for you. Yeah. What was your first fandom? Yeah. Let us know by DMing us on Instagram at f underscore OTP or send us an email through our email account, fanmail, aka fandom mail. And we'll talk about it in the next episode of Fandom, fandom on, the, on phone. the Phone. But before we go, we'd like to thank Kim Communications for sponsoring our podcast. So, Crawl. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about what to expect in the next episode? Like, give us a sneak peek of that. Well, if you guys like what we gave, what we gave uh, in this first episode, then you might like our next episode, which we'll be talking about fan fiction, the ins, the outs, the genres, the origins, mm-hmm. everything about fan fiction, or mm-hmm. at least the basics. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in that, just check out our next episode. Tune in. Yeah. You'll love it. Yeah. So tune in for next week, and remember, folks, it's, it's fiction. fiction. Hey you, yeah, you, you who's listening to this podcast right now. Do you lie in bed at night reading fan fictions till the sun comes up? Or do you ever binge a show on Netflix and afterwards you just can't stop thinking about the characters? Or maybe you wish you could draw so you can make fan art of your favorite characters and make cool art friends? Well, we've got a podcast for you. It's Phantom on the Phone!